2: Raiders Chip Walters joining us AP Tennessee sports editor three-time Tennessee sports runner of the year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer she covers the Titans the Predators the Grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome Teresa Walker high school sports is what we do but it's not all we do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday
1: be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on southern middle Tennessee sports today 1017
2: WKOM
0: Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton, here's Chris Yao.
2: Good morning, folks, and welcome into this Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I am Chris Yao. I am joined by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, as we come to you again from our homes away from our studio home, our real homes, actual (laughs) homes. actually where we live each of our homes and that is because there is probably about an inch of ice under about three inches of snow outside my door I don't know about you guys but it is tough out there I mean it's so bad that there's actually snow in the trees and that you that rarely happens I mean it's 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 so cold that it's it's literally sticking on the trees
1: there's snow, there's ice, it's ten degrees. it's not going to go anywhere anytime soon,
2: so it reminds me of that uh that Ron White joke about going hunting it's It's early in the morning, it's cold, and I don't want to go and that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about leaving my house right now it's It's early, it's cold, and I don't want to go anywhere
1: no, no, I have no desire to go anywhere <laughs> I, I barely wanted to go from the bedroom to to this Area to to do this. So.
2: Well, I mean, you you got to have your space heater with you and also, yeah. Speaking yeah. of heaters, I should probably turn mine off this morning. Um, <laughs> man, so how's everybody doing? How, what, uh, <laughs> I
1: think we've already covered that.
2: What's uh? Is everybody happy this morning, y'all? We didn't have to get up and go to work. Here's the thing: I get to sleep like fifty extra minutes when we don't do this. It's yeah. a game
0: changer on those there, days. There yeah. is
2: that, but um. Man. It's fun. It's fun. It's going to be a good Tuesday. It is, and we've got a fantastic show um headed your way because as you see behind Mo there he has his Braves backdrop and we're going to talk about them a little bit today as pitchers and catchers report this week. Yay. Uh, so that's that's pretty exciting. And they have made some Interesting choices. Signed a couple folks to some minor league deals that if they remain in the minor leagues, we might get to see this year. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um Also, some new coaches around the country in college football. One, one in them, particular. One in particular here in this state. Another that maybe could have or should have been <laughs> – a new coach in this state, but hey. In this state. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that as well. Um, and it's Top 5 Tuesday. And as Top 5 Tuesday rolled around, and we didn't really have a, an idea of what we wanted to to, to kind of list this morning. Uh, I made the comment that March 5th, I believe, March 2nd, I think. Is it March 2nd? Well, I think that the movie comes out March 5th. Uh, Coming to America 2 is coming out. And um, so I thought, let's let's rank our favorite Eddie Murphy movies. And it just so happened that JP was actually watching an Eddie Murphy movie. We were watching Eddie
0: Murphy. Yeah, Trading Places, a classic, which, by the way, ties into – coming to America there's a nice cameo with uh similar characters so uh, Jody had never seen trading places what yeah um and so uh that was that was fun to, to watch that and that led right into we watched coming to America right after that so yeah that was a good uh double feature of Eddie Murphy so I'm that's ready. good stuff man. yeah I'm ready
2: <laughs> so that's uh that's what we will be counting down in segment six today. So make sure to stick around for that. And let us know yours. Yes, you can let us know your top Eddie Murphy movies. All you have to do is visit us on Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports on Facebook. Just search that. We are live right now. Welcome into Brad Slaughter and uh, my buddy Sonny Sanders. He says, Sonny Sanders says his favorite is 48 hours, uh, which is a really good one. So we will... Certainly take that one into consideration uh, as we count down in the on the Top 5 Tuesday in the last segment of today's show. If you want to interact with the show uh, in any part, you can just comment on Facebook. We would love to have you. Check us out on Twitter at SM underscore in sports. We would uh, be happy to take that comment or those comments into consideration as well as we continue on our show because we have some Tennessee high school sports to talk about I know all of my friends down in Alabama who are joined who have joined us this morning are like oh well I don't care about that come back at 10 (laughs) o'clock we're going to talk about Gus Malzahn we're going to talk about uh Tennessee's new defensive coordinator we're going to talk about the Braves we're going to talk about lots of stuff uh in the 10 o'clock hour but in the 9 o'clock hour we will be talking about high school sports and we have Joining us today, Joe Williams from the Williamson Herald. Uh, and, of course, it is, we've talked about the weather. And the weather has certainly made things more difficult for everyone. We'll speculate on how the TWA can make this work, <laughs> missing basically an entire week of uh, district tournament plate etc uh, wrestling tournaments being postponed and whatnot uh, so all that and more on uh, on this show so make sure to tune in with us looks like everything has been postponed for today at least in our area although one good thing is we, we do know that uh, East Tennessee, had no issues playing last night, which good for them, I guess. But as you go down the scoreboard and you see all of these scores, it it pretty much stops at uh, District Five. <laughs> <laughs> so, although I was telling JP off the air, Mo uh, McMinn Central and McMinn County, pretty good ball game last night, one hundred and one to ninety seven in regulation. In, I don't know about that. I, it doesn't say overtime, but I thought that was a uh, that was pretty. One hundred ninety-eight points in thirty-two minutes. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. No? <laughs> they, could, they could be like um, like Marshall, and their 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 goal is to get the ball, get the ball up towards the goal within eight seconds of having it. So, wow. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I thought that was a. Um, I thought that was interesting to say the least. To say the least, uh, but that being said, they were the only ones that from from McMinn East, probably about the only ones who were able to uh, <laughs> to get anything played last night, and and we certainly won't have anything played tonight. Uh, at least at the, the least that I'm aware of. I, I don't know. Do you, you think there's any chance that we get anything played tonight?
1: We'll not get anything played tonight, and we may not get anything played tomorrow night. I know Williamson County Schools announced yesterday that they would be out today and tomorrow. Um, I didn't hear anything about anyone else making a similar move, but nothing would surprise me with what we've got going on. Like I said, we're not supposed to get over freezing before Thursday. So right. this stuff's so, going to be here a while.
2: That being said, um, we're going to go ahead and give you that schedule for tonight. <laughs>
1: um, for whatever good it does you.
2: You you can make the decision to, uh, to check with your local schools. We're going to give you the games as they were scheduled uh, on the rundown.
0: This is the Rundown.
2: This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow GrowLiveGive. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615 682 0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, member of FINRA's SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Grow, of Give are not affiliated.
1: In Monday's non-action, all these games again were canceled last night. Moore County was set to have played at Cornersville. Cascade was at Fayetteville. Mount Pleasant was to play a District 10A play-in game at Santa Fe. Summit and Ravenwood were supposed to play a regular season game. Perry County, I'm, I'm sorry, and all of those were postponed.
2: Yes, and Perry County was scheduled to play at Collinwood Forest to host Marshall County. Uh, Giles County was set to go to Murfreesboro Central, and Frank Hughes was to go to Wayne County.
1: In boys' play on Monday night, Shelbyville at Lincoln County was canceled, as uh, postponed, excuse me, as was Lawrence County at Tullahoma, both those um, tournament games. Loretto was to have played a regular season game at White House Heritage and in District 11 AA. Fairview and uh, was set to host Waverly in a 11-AA quarterfinal game.
2: Now tonight's schedule as it sits <clears> in <throat> girls action Lincoln County set to be at Columbia Central in a AAA tournament play. Moore County was set to go to Cornersville. Cascade was supposed to be at Fayetteville and Marshall County to Forest.
1: Also, Nolansville was set to host Forest tonight in boys action. Um, Hampshire was set to travel to Mount Pleasant. Cornersville was playing at Eagleville. Huntland at Fayetteville. And Lawrence County boys were set to travel to Tullahoma. All of those postseason games all um, would seem to be postponed tonight.
2: Yes, including 11 AAA doubleheaders. I think tonight was supposed to be the final night of regular season play independence was at Brentwood Spring Hill at Franklin Centennial at Ravenwood and Dixon County at Summit we know uh, Dixon County at summit has been postponed that's been announced on Twitter but I assume everything else as well yeah um, in
1: district in division 2a the middle region quarterfinals were supposed to start tonight on the boys side uh, Christ Presbyterian at Clark's I'm sorry that's girls Clark's Christ Presbyterian at Clarksville Academy, Middle Tennessee Christian at Good Pasture, Nashville Christian at Providence, and Donaldson Christian at Webb. All postponed.
2: Correct. That is your Tuesday rundown brought to you again by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at GrowLivegive.com or give them a call at 615 682 0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Grow of Give are not affiliated. That is your rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. All right. When we return, we will talk with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. He will join us to talk about 11 AAA and what their plans may be. We'll talk a lot more about that and probably get into a little NASCAR since Joe is a pretty big stock car racing guy. So he'll bring us some some knowledge from that as well. So we'll get to that and more on the other side of this break on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
1: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
0: Sports. Here's Mo and Chris.
2: Welcome back again to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this Tuesday as we approach the bottom of the nine o'clock hour. We are excited to talk high school sports in Middle Tennessee as we always have on Tuesday, our friends from the Williamson Herald. We also want to welcome in our friends down at WZYX in uh, Franklin County. Always a pleasure when you guys are carrying the show. Hope that you guys find some interest in what we have to talk about today. Uh, We will certainly be talking about games and, well, not games that are going to be played, but certainly things that matter to you in the next segment as we talk about the 8 aaa tournament and uh, and, and the um, 8A tournament especially. So we'll get to all of that um, in the next segment. But right now we are going to bring in Joe Williams on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Joe is uh, with the Williamson Herald, and they are the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County, and they've been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years. Uh, The Williamson Herald sports team is led by Charles Pulliam and Joe Williams. Charles and Joe cover prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville. And if you want the best in coverage for uh, as far as print goes, you can get that with the Daily News e-blast comes right to your mailbox, video coverage that you can't beat anywhere because Charles Pulliam is fantastic. And their print edition publishes every Thursday. And to subscribe, you can give them a call, 615-790-6465, or just sign up on the website at williamsonherald.com. Now on the Parks, smarter Sales Hotline is Joe Williams. Joe, welcome into the show. Hey, good morning, guys. How is everybody? Cold. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's a great list of
3: what we cover. I can tell you that today uh, we'll be covering sports all the way from home to home. That's right. <laughs> Everything's well, worked out, huh? Well,
2: as far as I'm concerned, yeah. <laughs> Whether it is or not, <laughs> Joe's going to be at the house.
3: The, the man. Fat, the fat man. Yeah, the fat man is staying home today. Yeah. Okay.
2: Have you heard no, anything, I, Joe, about what
1: the plan is for finishing up District Eleven AAA regular season play?
3: Or is there no? I've, actually, uh, I've got a couple of calls out. I don't think there is a plan right now. I mean, you know, they, they were <laughs> excuse me, they were they were going to hold the district meeting on uh, Wednesday, and I think the only way they're going to hold the district meeting on Wednesday is is virtually they're going to, you know, because nobody's going to be getting out. Um, you know, all, all the years I've worried about putting trucks on the road, you know how I am about weather. And I I don't see anything moving this week.
2: I so. can't imagine, yeah. Uh, that's uh, it, It's highly unlikely that you'll see any of the, the remainder games. But, again, as we've said on this show a million times, you don't have to play those games. You just got to figure out where to seat them. Well, it's true. That's true. And,
3: and I think probably – Maybe you know, maybe one exception on the boys' side. I think it's pretty well seeded on both sides. Uh, I don't think it's that that tight. Just yeah, the two, the two, head, three.
2: Yeah, you are talking about the two, three on the boys' side? Did they? Did did Ravenwood? And Brentwood split this year. <sighs> it looks like now. It looks like Brentwood actually swept that think series. Brentwood, yeah, Brentwood took both of them. So that I guess they would be the two seed pretty – without any question, well, right? Unless they get knocked off by somebody else. That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's
3: that weird, you know. I guarantee uh, you, you Whitlock, Coach Whitlock at, at Ravenwood wants those games played.
2: I can't uh, – yeah, well, of course he does. You yeah. <laughs> certainly
3: can't blame him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll guarantee just, you Greg Shirley sitting at the house with a Diet Mountain doing in his hand. Hoping that uh, he's seen the last of the hardwood for a few days,
2: yeah. Because I mean, the team that they have left, they've lost to Independence beat Brentwood earlier in the year at an Independence 68 64, and that's the one game they have left. So, absolutely, Ravenwood wants to play these games,
1: and, and arguably, Indy may be playing better now than they were then, <laughs> no doubt. So,
3: it's interesting matchups. Yeah tell you what that, that those kids both on the boys and girls side down there with everything they've been through they just they keep plugging man you, you got to be impressed
1: you you have to be impressed um and it starts at the top I think I think Nikki Patton I think Marybeth White and I think Jeff pa- Parker have set a great tone for those respective programs and like you said whatever whatever has gone on with them they have just continued to play and just put their heads down and kept working. And it's um particularly in this climate, it's fun to see. Yeah, you're
3: exactly right.
2: Now on the girls' side, Joe, uh, with Spring Hill having played two additional games in district play uh, and a split with Brentwood, they're sitting at 2-3 right now. Well, would that be an issue? I mean, they both have 11 wins, but Spring Hill has two more losses. <laughs> i don't know what do you think i mean
3: it's i i, I think when you get to start seeding you, you probably yeah i mean technically they would they would still be what a game behind i'm
1: you know i don't know again as chris has said you don't have to play the the regular season games you just have to figure out how you're going to how you're going to seed these folks and you know, are you going to go by total wins? Are you going to go by winning percentage? You know, what? And that's to be determined on a district by district basis. There's no guidance from the TSSAA as far as that goes. And so the the seating meeting tomorrow may be a little longer than usual.
3: Well, I think you're, you're probably take right. Place you're, tomorrow. Yeah. You know, the, and the, and the tough part is, don't you know that, uh, that Spring Hill and and Dixon County kind of feel like the, the outsiders looking in with the way this district's made up. You know, oh, certainly, like, no question. You know, several, several years ago, what was it? Yeah. Uh, you know, y'all kind of had that same situation in Murray County. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't so, um, I don't think it's as combative this time around and it's not as clear cut that, the teams that are on the outside looking in were quite as dominant this time as they were in that situation either but um True. it's um I, I don't think this is by design necessarily what's going on with with the non wcs schools as as it was in that previous situation that you're referring to but
3: uh, no you're exactly right this is just, this is just something that happened i mean n- nobody was expecting that Nobody expected COVID games. Nobody expected, you know, I got, I got three and a half inches of sleet on my deck with about an inch, inch and a half of snow on top of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was sitting here at the house Sunday evening listening to it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you can hear, when you can hear sleet against your window, it's, I mean, it's, it's not a good thing, generally speaking. So, um, yeah, and and when you look out here today, that's that's pretty much the case. So, yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with all this and and how it's going to impact these schedules, how you recover, and still get to, you know, region play by next week in the um, in the Division One section. So, it's going to get well, creative. It's going to be challenging, and some folks are going to have to do some things that they didn't want to do. I
3: think. I think you have to look at you know the con you know the, the concept this year was play everything at the higher C. I I think this is going to force this may well force you back into a uh, central site. Place. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, single site, and you know maybe girls at one place and guys at another. But I don't think you're going to be able to go to to five or ten different sites um, to get, get it,
1: it all done. done. You still got a time to- matter. Yeah, yeah,
3: you still I, got a playing I- game to get through
2: officials wise it would be very difficult it would be much easier for officials if you if you were in one site because hmm. then you can you can schedule two games at each for these officials whereas you know you've got one group one one officials group at each place i mean that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of officials <laughs> that we don't have yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you're right that's a good point that, that is a good point um
1: yeah, I, like I said, I, th- I think I think some folks are going to have to get creative in ways that they hadn't really considered doing in order because you can't push the state tournaments back.
2: No, so, you're 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 set at Murphy Center. I mean, it's not like you can just you know, hey, hey, MTSU. We know that we had it scheduled for this week, <laughs> and then you've got baseball on top of that. Baseball coaches are already angry. <laughs>
1: well and and softball coaches as well, I would imagine, so yeah, it's um trying times, but I mean, you know this time of year, you typically get some of this at this time of year, you don't usually have a pandemic thrown in on t- ahead of it, so it's it's just making a bad situation worse, I think,
3: well, and it's been. Decades since we've had weather just line up storm after storm after storm to come through here. I mean, let's face it. Uh, well, when when I hate to say when we were kids, <laughs> uh, but you know, you there were eh, a couple three times a year you were going to get out because it snowed, but it was typically you got a couple of days this week and then a couple weeks later you got a couple of days. This is this is going to kill this whole week.
2: Joe, is this the weather that you used to walk uphill both ways to school in? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's
3: funny. I like that. That was yeah, barefoot, by the way. Um, oh. But I think it was 70, 78. I was a wee child in, in nowhere near high school. Well, that's a lot. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the being in Nashville. The, the sun, We were coming off of Christmas break, the first part of the first week of January. And on Sunday afternoon, it just start, it started this, this big storm that came out of nowhere. We got about four or five inches of snow. We were out for the whole week. So the next Sunday, it did it again. We got another five or six inches. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And we lost three or four days. Long story short, for the month of January, snow kept us out of school for three weeks or so. And a lack of natural gas to heat the schools kept us out for basically the rest of January. Mm. Which is neat when you're 15. Until you figure out that in April, you're going to school an extra hour every day. You're going to school on Saturday. And, oh, by the way, graduation that year was June 21st.
2: Goodness. Well, at least we have... You know, virtual options now since the pandemic, most everybody has that option. Not everybody, but most everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting on it. I mean, you talk about having
3: a revolt of students. <laughs> can you imagine? You know, I, it, it's like I told, uh, it's like I told a friend of mine's kid the other day. I said, "Hey, just think, you don't have to worry about snow days anymore. You can go to school virtually. Snow will have no effect." And he looked I'm at me and said, you know, Mr. Joe, I don't think I like the sound of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right?
3: I don't I looked the at like the sound of it either, you know? Yeah. i looked at my smile, son. It's good to be old sometimes.
2: <laughs> there's, there's no doubt there. Oh, man. Talking with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Joe, uh... I want to switch gears just real quick because I want to ask you before because we're we're getting close to a break. But I do want to ask you uh, if you were surprised by the results on Sunday uh, with uh, the Daytona 500. Were, were you surprised by the results? Were you surprised by the the uh, the manufacturers who ran up front all night? What, what was your takeaway from Sunday night? Were you surprised uh, that they finished
1: it on Sunday night?
3: Yeah, I was. Like tremendously, I really was. I mean, I had. I. I'm not gonna lie. I missed the. Fin- I slept through the finish and woke up <laughs> through the celebration, um, because I. I just never expected that they would get that thing in. No, I wasn't surprised by the results, uh, because nothing at Daytona or Talladega surprises me anymore. I like those races. The drivers don't necessarily care for them because of the craziness that goes on. But the I think owners certainly that- don't. Yeah, but, guys, that's something that's missing. You know, in the old days, uh, they raced a little closer. You had many, many more unexpected failures. There was a little more drama in it. that you, you didn't have to depend on uh, Clint Boyer to hate Jeff Gordon to build drama in the booth. You know, it, was, it, it wasn't that surprising. The only thing that has surprised me about this so far is, Nobody else has said anything about that last lap push. You know, Logano and, and Keslowski got together, but if you watch it, McDowell, who went on to win the race, gave Keslowski a heck of a bump, a heck of a push right before the two hit the car in front of him. So did the winner actually cause this?
2: Yes. Sorry, I, I, I am I am about as big of a Michael McDowell hater as there is, and I'm probably that's crazy because like, wow. I have never
1: heard of Michael McDowell until this weekend.
2: Yeah, he's that's a jerk. Kind of where I was it. Okay. Oh my, he's a jerk. Okay. I don't like him. Uh, he needs a he needs a jaw shot, and uh, that particular that that particular situation on Sunday didn't make it any better.
3: Wow. Okay, we, so you we, noticed this we, thing.
1: We needn't be calling for violence on sm tn Sports. <clears> today,
2: this is NASCAR, man. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. You, all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is I would not be surprised if number two or number 23 at some point this season bumped him real hard right back. Yeah, uh, he and the twenty three are big buddies. Uh, not since that the all star race well, last year. He, <laughs> I'm just saying. Man. Hey, if you ain't rubbing, you ain't
3: racing, right? Well,
1: Michael takes
2: that to heart.
3: <laughs> Two hundred miles an hour is not the best place to be rubbing. Sometimes, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I mean, at least I, wait till the lights go out in the theater. Come on.
2: <laughs> I have just found that Michael McDowell takes advantage of situations that he sometimes has a party. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and Sunday night was certainly hmm. potential for are that. You say, I, are you I, saying I'm, he's a bit of a manipulator? Maybe. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Come on. So was my third wife. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all got a little bit of us. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
3: No, I thought Joe, I thought it was a good I thought it was a good start for the season. I, I think things are looking up and I'm I'm really, really anxious to see him get the maxwell super speedway. You
1: and me both. Although uh, that, I, I I did hate that wreck in the first what, thirteen laps?
3: Yeah. Fifteen, lap like fifteen, that, yeah.
1: That that took out a third of the field?
3: Yeah, way too early for that.
2: <laughs> way too early. Why, why are we racing so hard, guys? This is a 200-lap race. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Whatever. That, had a that's lot, what your stages cause is, right, Chris? Correct. That's what stages calls. Yeah. Yes. So. You, had lot, you, know, you had a
3: lot of new guys in that field who were just, you know, they were many pearling I'm just so glad to be here. Um, that once the race started, they forgot that, it only counts if you're there at the end
2: well hopefully this uh, this coming weekend will be better um, I'm just I, I'm just excited to get the season underway. NASCAR has been missing uh, a lot of drama and I think this particular Season we'll get a little bit more than we have maybe in the past. So anyway, yeah. we can the, They got the road course this weekend, and that's going to be about as much fun as I've ever seen.
3: Oh, let me tell you, road courses are like a good kidney stuff.
2: <laughs> no such thing. Uh, oh.
3: <laughs> the the quicker they pass, the better it is. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I, I just I'm excited just because it's the Daytona Road course and it's it's unique. Uh so we'll see how it goes. It's certainly not near as fun as as the no. five hundred or any other super speedway, but nonetheless, Joe Williams, Williamson Herald, we appreciate your time this morning. It's always a blast.
3: And be sure and say thanks to the folks who are out there salting and, and plowing roads and doing what they can to get us back going.
2: Oh no doubt, no doubt. They are, they are working hard to to keep the roads moving. But uh, if you are not absolutely necessary to be on them, don't be on them. <laughs> let You're those right. let those guys do their job, and 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 hopefully we can we can get back to work a little bit later this week. Uh, but we do appreciate your time as always on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. That is Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. We'll Hi, talk Jeff. to you in two I'll weeks. Let me when you name me. Y'all be good. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Bye. All right. When we come back, we're going to continue to speculate on district tournament schedules and whatnots. And
1: Actually, we we will not be speculating on at least one district. And um,
2: we'll tell you why when we come back. There you go. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today.
0: Here's Mo and Chris.
2: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Chris Young, Mo Pat, and J.P. Plant with you. Coming to you live from our humble abodes. Beautiful snow outside. My wife was trying to make snow cream, but she didn't get the bowl out in time, and the snow really didn't fill up, so no snow cream for us. Do you guys make snow cream? No. It's delicious. (laughs) So as you alluded to on the other side of the break, Mo, we have one district who's made some decisions, which is a positive. That is a positive. Um, Tell us about that. Well,
1: thanks to um, Murray County public schools, athletics director, Chris pointer for getting us this information and getting it to us while we're on the air. Um, so, 10A has reset its schedule. Um, they are not planning to play at all this week. They're going to start up Monday, February 22nd. They're going to play their four or five games, their play-in games. Mount Pleasant will play at Santa Fe, the girls, at 6 o'clock on Monday. Hampshire boys will play at Mount Pleasant at 6 o'clock. On Tuesday, they are going to play their semifinals, both their boys and their girls, um, The Mount Pleasant Santa Fe girls winner will play at Richland at 5.30. Um, Cullioka girls will play at Hampshire at 6. Hampshire Mount Pleasant boys winner will play at Richland at 7.30. And Cullioka will play at Santa Fe at 6. And if you're not writing this down, it'll be on the website at sm-tnsports.com before noon. On Wednesday, the girls' championships and consolations will be played at the higher seeds. On Thursday, the boys' championships and consolations will be played at the higher seeds. So they are compressing what was going to be stretched out over eight days into four. Question becomes, why didn't they do this to start with? But at any rate, better late than never. Asking questions, Mo. Well, well, that's
2: what I do. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, I, I, in a five-team district, there's no reason eight, eight days is ridiculous.
1: It, yeah, yeah, and and it's unfortunate. but also it's unfortunate that it took snow, ice, and ten degrees to to bring this about. But that's where we're at. So the well, district ten A schedule is going to start on Monday and finish on Thursday of next week.
2: Let's also remember that. Officials. <laughs> Let's just remember that. Yeah, uh, A number of officials certainly can play. a. Uh, I have a feeling that when everybody starts playing their district terms and trying to get them in next week, officials are going to be in high demand. High demand.
1: Well, I would like to think that before they announce this schedule that they consulted with the uh the assigners for their district to make sure that they would have all these games covered at these you know as this schedule is constructed. So
2: see I don't know how I don't know how Tennessee works, but in, in Alabama the, the uh the state gets to assign area and regional officials, so that's interesting. I would state assigners do that. I don't think the state
1: assigners get involved until maybe the region level, but I honestly do not know because I've not thought that much about it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It really will. uh, As far as not just in 10 a, but in all the districts.
1: Yeah. Because pretty much everybody is going to run into the same need to compress their district schedules to get everything in. Once this week is lost, pretty much in its entirety, I think. You know, um, We also had a story up on the website yesterday afternoon regarding the state wrestling tournament, which was supposed to have been held Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Chattanooga. But because of this weather that has um, encompassed Middle and West Tennessee, uh, the decision was made to push the, the state tournament back a week. It will now be held February 24th through 26th, which is Wednesday through Friday of next week, not Thursday, Saturday. So they've they've pushed it back six days, basically. So
2: and that that makes sense certainly because I mean traveling from this area and farther west is going to be almost impossible into Chattanooga, even though the eastern side of the state seems to be okay. Uh but getting there for the others is not going to work so you got to push it back and that's that's understandable i uh, i certainly understand you know wanting to play the the final on a weekend day as far a Friday or something like that, you don't want that to happen on a Wednesday. That just seems like a random day to be having a AAA well, state championship. Well,
1: yeah. Well, the as it turns out, the AAA will be on because they're all one day tournaments. The AAA right. will take place on Wednesday, the twenty fourth. Um, the Division Two and the girls will take place on Thursday, the twenty fifth, and then AAA will be on Friday.
2: So. I'm uh, and and again that I, I think that's fine. I think they did a good job there making that decision and 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 if you can make that call, if you know if your if your host venue can mm-hmm. accommodate that, do it.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I don't I don't think you want a state tournament that people can't that your participants can't get to. No, ab- absolutely. And and I think that that's what they were kind of faced with. Yeah.
2: Now, the regional tournaments for basketball are scheduled f- between February 26th and March 6th. I was telling JP, you know, if we can't get these, if we can't get these tournaments played in time, which I, I think we will be able to, I don't think it's going to be a huge ordeal. But mm-hmm. you know, if we can't get these tournaments played by next Saturday, what do we do? That's I mean that's the question is how how do you fix that? And I, I said mm-hmm. I said we get to knock out that one round. We're not taking 3 and 4 this year. We're just taking 1 and 2 like they did with wrestling.
1: Yeah. I think that I think that they've known that they were only taking 1 and 2 in wrestling for a for a long enough period of time that it wasn't such a shock to the system. I don't think you're going to see that. I think you're going to I think you're going to see if it comes to that region basketball tournaments schedules compressed in a similar fashion to what we're going to see with some of these districts. I don't think you're going to see fewer than 4 teams going forth to the region. I, I just don't I mean, I see what you're saying. I I don't argue with the fact that Maybe four is too many, more so for some districts than others, but I don't think it's going to happen like that.
2: Do you, th- I mean, right now that those games, the regional games are scheduled for basically every other day Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Monday, <clears throat> every other playable day. Um, do you think that that could end up being Monday, Tuesday, Thursday,
1: Monday? I, I, I do think it could wind up being Monday. I, I think you could possibly see. You know, four boys region quarterfinals. Well, it'll probably four girls quarterfinals on Monday, four boys on Tuesday, and then maybe all of your semifinals on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, that could happen too. Yeah, I mean, you just got to get them in before March eighth. Like I mean, that's and it really didn't deep.
1: it it didn't used to take this long, and I don't know. I know that they stopped scheduling games after. Eight o'clock or so, out of you know consideration for players getting home and doing homework, like that's what they're doing. But um,
2: I, 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 well, with it being at the higher seed, that shouldn't matter. Well, shouldn't. So I don't so, know. All the games are scheduled for seven o'clock anyway. Mm-hmm. So scheduling them on Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday is really just about giving them a day of rest in between, which is understandable but it is what it is nonetheless we'll continue to talk about this as we get through the rest of the week uh, with the snow out on the ground outside in middle and Midwest Tennessee so that's what we will continue to do tell you as the schedules get completed and set We'll let you know on sm-tnsports.com on this show and on uh, Twitter at sm-tnsports. So make sure to follow us on all of those places. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tennessee's new defensive coordinator. University of Central Florida has a new head football coach. We'll tell you about that as well and give you our opinions. And the Braves. Spring training. All kinds of great news coming out of that. And of course, it's Top Five Tuesday, where we we'll give you our top five Eddie Murphy movies. Join us on Facebook. Give us your stuff. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. We'll be right back.